Welcome to the We Sweet Podcast. There's a big debate about who comes first within family dynamics. We have heard people disagree on whether or not that is children, parents, or the spouse. We are bringing that conversation into the suite to discuss this topic and hear a man's point of view. I'd like to welcome Mr. Byron Johnson. Mr. Johnson was born and raised in Plaquemine, Louisiana, he is currently a student at Southern University A&M College, majoring in psychology. His aspirations are to become a sports psychologist or forensic psychologist. Mr. Johnson enjoys being a husband, father, and of course, a Los Angeles Ram. So hello, Byron, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So we can't wait to kick off this conversation with you um, about family dynamics and coming first. It is something that challenges so many people and people have different views for different reasons. And so I want us to jump all into it and kind of talk that out so that we can um, kind of lay some type of foundation out there for people and they can hear just the various different viewpoints that people have about this. So before we begin, my first question is really important. I, I don't want to jump into family yet. I want to start off by asking, what do you define as coming first? I think it's important for us to do that before we start talking family. So what would you say it means to come first? Well, um, Coming first to me is the most important thing or my number one priority. Mm-hmm. That'd be like what I believe coming first means to me. Like mm-hmm. that's the most important thing I'm trying to accomplish is that or do. Okay. So number one priority and, um, you know, the number one thing that you're trying to do. Um, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to also jump in and just kind of tell you my, my views too. When I think of first, I think of, again, like you said, priority. I think of um, kind of placing something in my mind that I'm willing to sacrifice for because that takes priority over other things. Um, I think first is also just considering someone other than myself. Um, so I, I, I would say coming first is that, and in some situations, if you talk, you know, sports or something like that, people may say coming first means to win. But yeah. um, I think that when we start to get into a family conversation, which is going to be my next question here for you. I don't think that it is about any one person winning. I think if we use the idea of win, it means we as a family win. We as a family are, you know, doing well or healthy and things like that. So rolling into that thought process and, and we've identified that coming first is a priority. I want you to tell me what you think the role of parents should be um, when someone is married and has children that, and I'll give an even better example. Um, 
I have talked to someone before and there were issues with whether or not if a parent calls in the middle of the night um, and wants, you know, their son to come over to their house and help them do something, should he do that or should he perhaps create some form of boundary to say, oh, mom, I'm, you know, putting my kids down to sleep. I'm just about to get in the bed with my wife. You know, I can come over and take care of that tomorrow or this weekend. So like examples like that, what is your opinion on the priority of that? Well, it's, um, it's always boundaries with your parents and your household because mm-hmm. your parents should know, but some don't know that the household come first, but okay. it's up to the man to make sure that his mother or father know what comes first. Also with the the wife or the husband, it's good for you to, and the parents to get to know each other without the, you know, the mm. husband or the, the husband or the wife being there with you. And maybe y'all can get a dynamic where she'll understand some things that you need from him or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, it's more about getting an understanding of each other and making sure that they roll is minimum based on what y'all do together. I, um, I really like that. Um, you know, I think too, that's where problems happen. Um, I think a lot of times people don't take the time to get to know the parents outside of always being with the spouse mm-hmm. um, or even always being with the kids. Because even when the kids are around, you may be focused more on watching them, doing for them, attending an event of some sort for them. And you're not really kind of connecting one-on-one. And I really like that you said that because when parents and spouses can form relationships on their own, that create the boundaries that you spoke of and an understanding um, where it's not really like they are pitted against each other or one is trying to appear more important than the other. That establishes an understanding between the two of them where it doesn't feel like they are trying to one-up each other or against each other. It is. It becomes a bond where they're in service to one another. So yeah. in the example that I just gave, if that happens and she calls, then the wife may, you know, be understandable, be understanding in a situation like that. And she may even say, you know, do you, do you need me to come? Like, what do we need to do? And it becomes a we thing instead of like, well, why is your mom always calling you, asking you to do stuff? So I I think that was a great way of outlining that, that parents and spouses should have their own relationship with one another. Um, I'm going to give you another example. And I want you to tell me your opinion on this. And I'm just throwing out examples so we can kind of look at all the different views that people may have. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is if a parent asks for something like money um, and, you know, y- you have things that you have going on within your own household, what is the priority level then? How do you kind of figure out that in, in you know, how to move forward in financially doing something for your parent versus what may be needed at home. 
Well, it depends on um how financially stable I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's a want or a need. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if it's a need, I'm gonna make sure my mother or father don't have to sleep on the outside or anything like that. But if it's just to give you money and we not all the way financially stable here, well, I can't give it to you. But yeah. based on who I am, I don't know about others, but if I tell my mother or father no, most probably I don't have the funds to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've definitely wanted to bring up money because that's a very big one. That's a hard one that people, you know, have a hard time with. And there may be people that say, you know what, that's my mom. I'm, I, I don't care if it's my last. I'm never going to let her, you know, be in a situation, whatever, whatever. Or same with my dad. That's my dad. You know, I, if he called me for anything, I'm going to do this. But that can create issues at home when there are things that need to be taken care of financially in the household. Yeah. And you do that. At home, and, my last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and that and that brings me to um, kind of like maybe more so of a um, biblical standpoint because, you know, it, that's, that's the Bible. The Bible does tell us that, you know, when a man... Um, finds a wife that he he you know leaves from his family he cleaves to his wife but I don't think that it means you cannot be there for your parents I think it is a matter of like you said a priority what is the need and I also feel like that is the ability of a man to show wisdom and exercise discernment because you know if he takes the last of what he has to give to his parents um, and he made a commitment before God to provide for his household, but he can no longer do that because he has put money outside his household that can create, you know, a challenging situation. So yes. I want to talk about that too. I definitely think when it deals with finances, assessing the need is, is probably the easiest thing to do in a, in a time like that, figuring out how bad is the situation and another thing that I want to talk about on that same, you know, thought is perhaps talking to your spouse, too. Um, and that's tricky because sometimes, you know, if a parent calls and that parent has been calling a lot about things that they need, it may be hard for the spouse to talk to, you know, their partner because they may feel like, I, I don't want to tell her or him that she calling or he calling asking for something again because they're protective of me and may get mad. So that's another issue. Sometimes uh, people don't even communicate about that. Well, I think you need to always communicate. Um, yeah. About what you're giving to your parents because the parents don't have rules. They they want to say and tell anybody they want, and you don't want somebody to come tell your wife something her household that she don't know already there we go there we go I love it I think that communication is always one of the most important things in any relationship in life but for sure in your household because the worst thing is just what you said someone else coming to tell your spouse something that they had no idea about and especially mm -hmm. when it deals with their livelihood their financial stability um, mm -hmm. and that's hard to get over because then that brings up an issue of trust 
so I, I 100%, you know, I love that. I agree with it too. So now we're going to move on to kids. Um, well, we talked about parents and the priority of parents. Let's talk about the priority of children and their role when it comes to the household. Um, the example I want to start off with this one is if your child wanted to go on an expensive vacation and your spouse is not just wanting a new car, but perhaps even may need one, what is, what is the decision there? Your kid wants to go on vacation and your spouse might need a new car. Um, work harder, I guess, but, um, <laughs> but, um, if my wife needs a new car, mm-hmm. um, I'll probably get my wife the new car. Well, I get her the new car. I, I need her to be just as upbeat and being able to do things as I do to make mm-hmm. my child life as pleasant and great as possible. So I would get her the new car. I would hope my child who I raised um, would understand what's needed and what's wanted and what we doing yeah. to get um get to a life where we can always have vacations. Yeah. Um so I I I definitely hear you talking about the child that you raised on being understanding and that is pivotal um at least in my opinion um with creating realistic expectations for your children growing up. You know, if they live in a world where they're never told no, they get everything they want. It is a domino effect when they go through life and they don't do well on a test at school or, um, you know, that something happens as they get older and they don't get some of the things that they want in life. They don't learn how to accept sacrifice and it creates in them a almost selfish spirit really so I think that helping train up the child to understand that sometimes the answer will be yes and sometimes the answer will be no and sometimes you have to pay attention to um, what is best in this season Mm -hmm. really does help with Uh, managing their expectations in situations like that. Like, okay, I want to go on this vacation. It's going to be really fun with my family and my friends, but my mom needs something right now. And that need takes priority over something I just want to do for fun. And so I definitely think raising up your children where you manage their expectations in life is very important because they end up not being able to handle disappointment, if not in life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that completely. But in certain situations when you try to make up to that kid for some things you might have done wrong, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes it takes for you to sacrifice what you have, like move some things around so everybody is happy. You let her go on the vacation, you give your wife your car, and you get to work how you get to work to you save up to get your wife a car. And it's different situations, but different, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Because some kids do all the right things and don't get nothing in return for it. Yeah, I, I like that too, because I think that, and that's why I'm glad that we're talking <laughs> to a man as well in this conversation, 
um, because as a man, you want to, you know, provide for your family and you want to, um, you know, give your child as any parent would a a good life. And a lot of times a better life than what we've had. Right. So um, I think that focusing on, again, the need, like sometimes I may do this, but other times I may need to do this. Um, honoring both my my wife and my my child. Uh, sacrifice is an important word in what you just said. Yeah. No, knowing when to make the sacrifice is 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 super important. Yes, very. Um, so I think I have another one for you. Um, let's give this example, and it's still dealing with children. You disagree with your spouse about what activities your child will do for the summer, especially like visiting other family members, right? So you, let's just say you and your spouse are like not in agreement about where your child is going to spend some summer days with other family members. Mm. How how do you work through that one? Mm. Well, depending on how long you've been married or how long you've been knowing each other, um, it shouldn't be a problem because y'all should be able to trust. If I'm mm-hmm. with me and my wife, she knows her family better than I know it. I know my family better than she knows it. Mm-hmm. So, what she says about her family and what she thinks her child should be, or what she might learn the right thing and she might learn some bad things, I'm gonna um take her word on it. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, but. If it's a disagreement there, we're just not going to do it because we don't want to make anybody unhappy in the situation. Yeah, yeah. We want to make sure that we in total agreement because if something did happen, now it's a blame game. And we don't want to get to that point because you never really recover from something happening. And one of y'all said no and one of y'all said yes. You want to be in total agreement about anywhere you and your where your kid is going. You want to be in total agreement on that. You don't want to yeah. have a situation where one person right and one person wrong. You know. Yep, I like it. I like it. I don't even have really too much to add to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I, I definitely felt like even looking at that question when I was, you know, preparing it for you, that that was a hard one. That was a hard one because people are at so many different seasons in their relationships. Like you said, if somebody just, you know, started out in their relationship or if you've been together for a little while longer. And then those that have been together for a very long time and they witnessed the good and the bad parts of just family yeah. dynamics, the, the side of family that can be kind of chaotic, the side of family that. You know, you you trust a little bit more. And so it gets to places where, you know, it's hard to make decisions. And that one was about, um, you know, where to spend summer vacations. But there are some that are even more difficult to navigate than that. Well, you know, um, me and my wife didn't have that situation comes up in every relationship. Yeah. My wife didn't have that. Well, she'll be like, well, why my daughter can't go here? And I'll be like. I was there when I was a kid. That ain't. It looked good, but it ain't good. Yeah, yeah. And that and that shows that shows trust in your partner and trust in the person that you married. Um, mm-hmm. When that when you give the answer, and it's oh. under and it's understood. 
but no, no, she didn't understand that at first. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But it was yeah. easy for her. It was easy for her once she went saw it, because most women they got to see it to believe it. Yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah. And we have yeah. hope, you know. We have a little hope for people. Yeah. She did. She <laughs> we want to believe the best. We want to believe the yeah. best. Yeah. We like no, but we can fix it. We can fix it. It's okay. They don't seem that bad, you know, like maybe you doing you going overboard. Yeah, and we have a tendency to want to just love on situations and nourish Mm -hmm. them back to a healthy space, but sometimes we just can't nourish things. Sometimes we gotta just let it go. Um, But I'm glad that you know the growth occurred and that you know she is on the same page and aligned with you with stuff like that. Um, But there are harder, you know, situations. Uh I don't don't want. Um, married people or anything to think that because they did something else, y'all not still on the same page. Because I think y'all both want the the best for the kid. Yeah, but yeah, she thinks this way is the best, and you think another way. Don't mean y'all don't both still want the best. It's just mm-hmm. she thinks this or he thinks this, and you know, like it didn't take a long to understand mm-hmm. what I was saying. You know, but I had to let her see it. I'm gonna still be here behind her. 100% regardless of what happened that way. So I'm going to let you see it, but yeah, I, yeah. I wanted it before you went into it and she was ready, you know. Like. Yeah, and it does take time. Sometimes people mm-hmm. just need time to, to move at, at their pace with things. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've had conversations too with people about something a little bit deeper than like a, a situation like this with children and vacation. It has been on the level of, you know, if something happens to me um, and you where, who gets the children mm. and that's, that's hard. Mm. Uh, but I've had people talk to me about that, that, you know, they just couldn't see eye to eye on that. They both, like you said, like, like you just said, they both wanted what was best for the child but their version of the best was not the same opinion like oh yeah. well the, the children if something happened to me the children should go to my mom or if the child if something happened to the kids then no the children should go to my mom and dad you know and so that those were some tough things yeah. and uh-huh me and my wife um we agreed that we wouldn't send our kid if something happened to us to our mom and dad yeah on, yeah, on both sides, it's like we know what we will want taught to our kid. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's the what's gonna be taught and what they're gonna be coming up around. And yeah, the person who we thought of is somebody who our family wouldn't think I'll say, but I know she'll push my daughter, even though me and my wife is gone. She wouldn't let her feel too sorry for herself. Yeah, but yeah. I'm loving teacher things about being a woman and things like that. And that's that's really good that you guys were able to, you know, come to that decision because for some people it is just that that conversation is very tough for oh, yeah. some people. But these are real issues that people have in family dynamics and that's why we're talking about it. That's why we are getting into some of these harder conversations and harder things to, to do. But that one is a tough one and I can't even say really if you know, put in that situation, what I would do other than, you know, really do a lot of prayer work with my spouse 
so that we could get to a place where there is something that we can agree on and just own up to the fact that, like you said earlier, if we just simply can't agree, then step back and not do that right now Mm -hmm. um, until we can get to a place where there is something that we can agree. So sometimes things have to just be massaged and you have to, you know, set it set it back for a little while and yeah. until you can get to a space where both of you have had a moment to kind of let the water clear. Yes. Cause you know, like if you, when you picking a side on what you think is best, it's um flaws and the flaws of the thing and the positives of it. So yeah. you, you think so, you think of it on, on that label, on that level. Cause like, if, and we choose if me and my wife was not be here and my our child had to go somewhere, we know if we send them we send her to our parents, they're gonna overlove them. You know? Yeah. Make them, make them think that the world gonna care that me and her mom not here. The world don't care about that. Yeah. But because we not here, our parents is gonna overlove them and do too much where they don't make a life of themselves out there. Yeah. So you like, know, that's that that takes a lot of strength of you and my own lovely sister. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that takes a lot of y'all to even make that choice because you want your kid to be, you know, nurtured and loved. Mm-hmm. But you both were also realistic enough with one another that what does the best for her truly look like? Right. Because all the love in the world won't teach her you know, how to navigate certain things that we want instilled into her. And to, and to make that really tough call is really admirable, honestly, for the two of you. Because there's a lot of people who just wouldn't do that. There's a lot of people who would function completely off of emotion of, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know, the grandparents going to want this instead of what's best for the child. And yeah. I think that that is ultimately... Um, one one of the things that pulls this whole question full circle is that what is the best for the the child is yeah. number one. That's the priority, and we've been talking about priorities since the first question. We talked about priorities financially. We talked about priorities with setting boundaries with with parents and stuff. But you know what is what is the priority when it comes to the well being of your kid? And you always want the grandparents to be. They are grandparents. You don't want to yeah. take grow from them. Like, yeah, you send them yeah. to the best situation, which probably gonna be still inside one of the families. Yeah, the grandparents still get to be grandparents. If you need to go see your grandparent or your grandparent come see you, you yeah, it still feels the same with your yeah. grandparents, even though you didn't lost your parents. Yeah, yeah. You know? But when you it's... move in with the grandparents, it's like you, now they mom and dad. You take away they they role that they they had and they excel in the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, let me see, where are we? Because I got lost off into thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was having a good time. Let's see. Um, so, um, I have my next question for you. Uh, what is your advice to families who are navigating some of these tough family dynamics? Um, and trying to find the balance with who comes first. Like, what do you have any advice with how to 
I guess not argue over some of these things so much that the family is in discord um, because they can't decide who comes first. Do you have advice? Um, yes. Um, I always think that the kids come first, but what I mean is with the decisions, the long-term decisions. Mm-hmm. And, um, my advice is with you and the spouse, y'all need to have an understanding of what comes first, what y'all desires and what y'all two dreams are still, even though we have kids. Mm-hmm. Understanding the objective of all where we all trying to get to. And when that's understood and really put in play, when you really put that in play, Mm-hmm. It will stop the arguments because both y'all, both of you know already what's first, what child dreams and objectives is to get to those dreams. Mm-hmm. So it'll stop too much of the talking, trying to understand when we all we understand what we're trying to do and what we're trying to get. Even when problems come in and everything else, the objective still there, the number one goal is still there, and that's for the kid to have. For the kid to be able to be a kid. And yes. Yes. Once we get an understanding of all angles of this, no outsider could come tell you anything about, because we already getting to know each other through things, through us talking about it. But with my wife and me, if me and her talking and she got her mindset on it and I got my mindset on it, um, I put on a movie that, I must advocate for my mindset, but mm-hmm. it'll make her understand more by even watching that movie. You know, um, that'd be like one of my things I do mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make her understand. Cause sometimes on the woman's side, she knows what she knows, especially um, an educated one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's more uh, of an understanding thing. More yeah. Um, and that, that really, you know, um, really brings up uh, another topic that we plan on doing this season as far as, you know, what you said about a woman knows what she knows and especially an educated one. We got, we're going to hopefully get to that this season too. Um, but she teaches you a lot too, though. Say that again. She teaches you a lot too. I don't want to make it seem yeah, like yeah. I'm on the other side of it. I, I love that my wife yeah. is who she is. Yeah. And I, um, I really believe that families that struggle with some of these very, very hard conversations and decisions, they don't do one of the things you just mentioned. You talked about how you're able to, in a creative way, help her understand you better. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's through, you know, the different, you know, types of movies that y'all may watch together and it opens up a space for her to understand the way you think and feel. And mm-hmm. I really like that because sometimes t- too much talking around and around and around, trying to tell someone how you think and how you feel, they're too busy trying to rationalize their vantage point. So yeah. while you're talking to them saying, this is why I have this belief, this is why I think this, just hear me out. They're too busy thinking about their next statement to 
address what you said to tell you, well, this is my point of view and this is what I think about it. But mm-hmm. doing it the way that you have with, you know, a movie, it really opens up the doors to not just be ready to respond, but be ready to receive. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if more people did that, found creative ways to communicate with one another and really learn and grow together, even if it's something that's uncomfortable, even if it's a movie that you don't really care for, you are, or not even care for, one that you may not have picked, let's say that, you are opening up your mind to mine. And when you do those type of things, it helps you navigate hard things better together because it helps you be more open-minded helps you hear better, listen better. So um, I I really feel like that was like the mic drop on, <laughs> on the conversation really is um, putting, putting the children first and learning how to get to the same goal, um, discussing your goals, but, but allowing those different goals to help you get to the same goal for the family. Um, so really, really good stuff. Well, I um, don't want to hold you up too long. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Where can our listeners connect with you? Um, through my wife's page, um, Armory Resilience on Instagram. Okay, I love it. I love it, love it. So we will make sure that they connect with you there. Uh, Mr. Johnson, thank you so much for agreeing to do this and sharing your insight as a man, as a father, and as a husband. Um, and we just really, really, really needed to dive into some of these type of conversations because people struggle and have a lot of conflict within the family, unnecessary conflict sometimes because their egos get in the way and they're not able to focus on the goal of where they want to be as a family and they're not able to prioritize appropriately. So I'm going to leave us with some tips from our conversation. Think about coming first in family dynamics as what is the number one priority. And then Byron said that um, there should always be boundaries. Uh, The household should come first. Um, When a spouse has a relationship with their in-laws on their own, it really does help with going to do things for parents and helping to be on the same page about that and support that. And then next we talked about um, financial things that come up within the family outside the household, assess the need. Assessing the need will help you protect and stabilize your own home and household. Raise your child to understand priorities as well. The way that you bring them up in this world really, really helps them um, with navigating their expectations um, in, in difficult seasons of life. Knowing when to sacrifice for your spouse and your child is important. And we also talked about how spouses should be aligned on things that affect their children. But even when you aren't on the same page, you still want the best for your children. That is the ultimate goal. And we wrap it up with a little advice. Um, Byron tells us that children's well-being comes first and spouses need to understand their objective and their dreams. This helps them collectively get to where they want to go. 
So that is, um, in a nutshell, the the scratching of the iceberg. I know there's so many different scenarios we could have talked about with family dynamics, but this is just a little bit of a blueprint that we want to leave you guys with. Thank you for joining us in the We Suite. Don't forget to follow the We Suite podcast on your favorite listening platform and add me on Insta at Dr. Dakeese L is in the podcast bio, and I'll see you guys soon. 